0: Welcome to this episode of Double Dribble. I am Brett. I am joined not by Spencer today, but by Victor. Hello, Victor.
1: Hello. I'm sorry to disappoint everybody. Uh, just get that out there now. Compared I, I, to Spencer, that is. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I mean, you know what? It's okay. Um, he sets the bar pretty high, about six foot four. So you know he is can confirm yes spencer is very tall which is why he likes doing double jibble talking about basketball <laughs> where you have to be tall uh, but not today um i was going to make a joke just then but i completely slipped my mind um give me a sec give me a sec i don't got uh, it okay you're really traveling on that one Oh, all right, cut that out. We're restarting in five, four, three. And welcome back to (laughs) Top Shutter Sports, this episode of Double Dribble. I am Brett. I'm with Victor. You know that already because we didn't actually cut it out. So let's just get right into it. Um, Vic, how do you want to do this? You want to let's well, obviously, we'll start with the like play in game tournaments, tournaments, if you will, um, for the East and West. So, yeah, let's start there. Um, so, pretty shocking, the Western Conference play-in tournament, in my opinion. Uh, because, in my opinion, there are three teams here that I had in the playoffs at the start of the year. And one of them, possibly two of them, are not going to make the playoffs. Um, that being the Los Angeles Lakers, the Golden State Warriors, and the Memphis Grizzlies. Um San Antonio Spurs are the fourth team. What's your initial, like, take on just
1: these four teams? What jumps out? Uh, The fact that the Lakers are in this spot. I mean, nobody really expected them to be here. And, I mean, the other teams were kind of fringe playoff teams back when it was eight. So, uh, like, we know how close the West can be few games didn't go their way so they're in this spot that that doesn't surprise me too too much uh but the the lakers being in the seventh spot like if i heard lakers warriors was a matchup in the playoffs i would have thought this is like five years ago uh, or three years ago and somehow in the finals or the western conference finals at least but yeah
0: yeah or even like the the two versus seven or the one versus eight or something yeah not a play-in game um so yeah, let's just start there since those are the two teams you mentioned. The Lakers and the Warriors. This is the 7 8 matchup. The Lakers will host the Warriors at Staples Center. Uh this one's gonna be Wednesday night. Um yeah, winner gets the seven seed, loser gets another shot. But um I would expect both these teams to make it, but I don't I don't know who like I don't know who I see winning this game. They're both red hot coming into this. Um, Warriors have won six in a row. Lakers have won five in a row. Lakers are healthy now. LeBron is back. Anthony Davis is back. Um, But on a minute's restriction, but probably won't be for the playoffs. So I'm going to take the Lakers here um, to win this first play in game and earn the seven seed because I feel like they're destined to still make a deep playoff run. You know, they had an injury riddled season and I think looking at who they could potentially play the Phoenix suns. I don't want to disrespect the suns. I know they've been off the charts. Good this year. They finished 30 games over 500, but I still kind of feel like they're the easier matchup when you look at the jazz, the suns. Um, So I think it just makes sense that the Lakers get the easier matchup and We'll probably beat the Suns, unfortunately, in the first round, but we'll get to
1: that later. But that I, I'm going to take the Lakers here. Yeah, I'm going to side with you on this one. Uh, it doesn't really matter who's hot coming into this because this is playoff LeBron, and I just don't see any way he loses a play-in game. Um, so, especially because they have home court here, I'll take the Lakers in this one, and... Yes, very unfortunate for the Suns, honestly.
0: And uh and your final score prediction for this one?
1: Oh. <laughs> um in this one, I will yeah, give Lakers okay. 122 to 114. I think they run away with some free throws at the end. High-scoring game.
0: No, oh, a good high-scoring close game. I right, I like it. Um your other playing game then is Memphis hosting the San Antonio Spurs. Memphis finished 38-34, uh, and 34, about where I would have expected them. So, I mean, it adds up. And then the San Antonio Spurs, uh, they beat out the Pelicans and Kings there down the stretch to earn that 10, 10 seed in the last spot. They finished six games under five they They're also the only team in the Western Conference with a negative point differential to make the postseason. And they've gone 2-8 and eight in their last 10. So... <laughs> Not a great look for the Spurs coming into this, and I'm, I'm going to take the Grizzlies to win this matchup. Simply, for all those things I said, really, but I just think the Grizzlies are a better team. And again, I had them in the postseason at the start of the year anyways, so I'll ride with them here, and that would knock the Spurs out and send the Grizzlies to that eight-seed game to face the
1: Warriors. Yeah, six games under five hundred, and all six of those came down the stretch. They honestly were lucky to make it. The Spurs, uh, they were five hundred before their last ten games, and like you said, they went two and eight. However, I'll I'll be different here. I'll take the Spurs um, to kind of snap their their losing streak. Wow, four straight losses heading into this playing game. But as bad as they have been this year and down the stretch, they have a winning record on the road: nineteen and seventeen. And the Grizzlies are actually worse at home than they are on the road. So I will take the Spurs in an upset because why not? That is true. The
0: away record looking good for the Spurs comparative to the Grizzlies home record. So you might be onto something there. Um, Forgot to mention that game will, I believe, precede the Lakers Warriors game. Um, So it'll be on first on Wednesday night and then Lakers Warriors is the nightcap. I'm pretty sure on that. But will I Google search it to look it up and confirm? No, I will not. All right. So that leaves us with then um you have Warriors versus Spurs for the eighth seed. I have Grizzlies versus Warriors for the eighth seed. Um I'm gonna take the Warriors. I'm not I know I'm boring here, and I took literally the the seven the team in the seventh spot to get seventh and the team in the eighth to get the eighth. But I'm not going to bet against the Warriors in a must-win game um, with all that experience still on that roster in in Steph and Draymond. Um, Steph Steph will step up, and he'll outplay John Morant, and the Warriors will win this game. It's as simple as that. Uh, In the NBA, it can come down to just one player
1: like that more than any other sport, and I see that happening here. Yeah, uh, I really didn't care as much about who I had winning that nine ten because I also had them losing to the eight seed, the Warriors. Speaking of home and away again, I mean, not the best on the road. Uh, eight games under five hundred, but they are fourteen. They are twenty five and eleven at home, and uh, after a loss to Lakers on the road, they get home court no matter who they play in that nine ten matchup. And I expect them to to come through and make the playoffs with stuff.
0: Yeah, the old uh it's Oracle Arena, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. It'll be rocking for sure for that one. All right. So that cleans up that. Let's go do the Eastern Conference play in next, and then we'll jump into our one through eights for each conference here. So, Tuesday night, first game is I believe again, don't quote me on this. I believe the nine tens are before the seven eights both nights. So, I think the first game is Pacers hosting the Hornets. Um, you are correct. You go- okay, cool.
1: You looked it up. Uh, it's on the top of the scoreboard on Tuesday. Uh, so, lit. Pacers All right. at 6 30 Eastern, Wizards Celtics at 9. And then on Wednesday, US Spurs Grizzlies at 7 30 Eastern, Warriors Lakers at 10.
0: 10 ac- Damn it. I really want to watch that game. Questionable if I will. Anyways, okay. Um, Pacers hosting the Hornets. So this game, two teams that honestly are kind of a shit show right now. The Hornets had an excellent start to the season and just... Oh, my God. The past month has just been so rough for them. Um, that And they've dropped all the way to 10. I, for a minute there, thought they were going to drop out of it and Chicago would pass them. That did not happen. But, yeah... Losers of five in a row, um, seven of their last ten, not great. Um, they don't get home court now. The Pacers ended up one game better, and that happened on the last day. And um, while the Pacers have an awful home record, they're ten games under five hundred at home, the Hornets are also worse on the road. This one's tough for me because I there's nothing about either of these teams that Makes me think they can win this game, but clearly someone has to. Um, <laughs> so despite them being in worse form, I'm gonna t- be a little different here and take the Hornets to beat the Pacers. Um, just because again, they were the better team all season up until the last few weeks. Uh, but all season long, they were the much, much better team, and for one game. Maybe again, I don't know. They both suck. It doesn't matter who wins this game. So, um.
1: well, uh, when we talk about NBA, I feel like I've ridden the Pacers for the for a while now for no reason. Uh, why stop now? I'm going to take the Pacers in this one. Like you said, there's really nothing appealing about either team here. But the Pacers have been more mediocre, uh, which is a good thing compared to just being bad down the stretch. Uh, so I will take them in this. They end exactly with a point-per-game differential of zero, 115.3 points four per game, 115.3 <laughs> against. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I'll give them the slight edge in a bad home team versus a bad away team matchup. Yeah, that's...
0: That almost might be really entertaining just because of how bad both teams are. Um, like, I want to watch all these regardless. And it's it's tough this time of year, obviously, with NBA and NHL playoffs overlapping each other. Uh, but this is when you break out the three screens, you know what I'm saying? You know what oh, I'm saying. Absolutely. Or this did it all through college. <laughs> yeah. So I will have the three screens set up, getting set up uh, tomorrow night, and we will uh, definitely be watching that game. But... um. Yeah, uh, so then you're 7-8. Boston Celtics are hosting the Washington Wizards. First off, Victor, does this surprise you at all that the Celtics are in the play-in tournament?
1: Yes, uh, because I think I had them, by memory, a top-three team uh, at the start of the year. So a happy surprise seeing them in a play-in game with a chance to not and make the final eight here. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I... I, I agree. I certainly I believe I had them exactly where the Knicks finished and we'll get to the Knicks. But that's my biggest surprise, obviously. Um, I think it's everybody's like, no, I don't care. Tangent for a second. Sidebar. I don't care sidebar. who you are. If you tell me to my face that you picked the Knicks to take the four seed in the East this year or better, you're lying to me. And I don't appreciate it. All right. Nobody had the Knicks getting home court in the first round of the NBA playoffs this year. Nobody. Um, anyways. Celtics Wizards. So this game's interesting. Jalen Brown is not playing. Um, the Celtics have had a rough year. I can't put my finger as to exactly why. Um, certainly, you know. The loss of Al Horford from two years two years ago now uh, hurt them. But they seem to have gotten over it last year. But then again, this year, it seems to be a problem again that they didn't have a big man. Uh, they were getting out-rebounded. They were just not able to defend the paint. So what do they do? They trade Daniel Tice, naturally, and have even less big men. So I really don't understand what this team's doing. They, they go with a small ball lineup, which is something the Wizards like to do as well. Aside from uh what's his face? Um, the big white guy, the ginger with the beard on the wizards. Hold on. Uh, we'll come back to that. Um he played he's played excellent this season. Well, oh, this is gonna bother me, Victor. This is gonna bother me. Uh, I'm working Bartons. on it. Davis Bartans. Okay. That's who I'm thinking of. Uh, yes, he's been great for them. Anyways, okay. God, I am rambling today. So <laughs> But I don't know exactly what the Celtics are doing. And they like to play small ball. So do the Wizards. So I think this is going to be a pretty good game. Um, The Wizards have certainly been hot here uh, towards the end of the season. They were actually out of the top 10 for a while. And they've really played well and and put in some good games against teams like the Nets and the Bucks and the Hawks and the Heat down the stretch here. Um, So I'm going to take Washington to win this game, um, even though they're on the road. Like I said, they've been the hot team, and this is also a hopeful pick because as you know, a Sixers supporter, I do not want to face the Wizards round one. So we'll give them the seven seed, and um, yeah. It'll be fun, though. It will be fun. Um, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, Russ Westbrook, and... Uh, Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier. Like, There's going to be a lot of scoring from from guards. If you like short men scoring,
1: you'll like this game. What a what a way to preview this. If you like short men scoring... <laughs> well, uh, if you're listening, <laughs> if you like to score, you'll this love is a, this game. This isn't up for you, Will. <laughs> uh, I see what you're saying. I'm going to take the opposite here. Uh, I know they've struggled throughout the year, but I will take the Celtics in this. Yeah, uh, they're they're a good home team. I keep coming back to this uh, just because I feel like an NBA more than any other sport, home court just matters so much. And the Celtics have been good at home. They have home court for this matchup. So I will give them the win here and clinch that seven seed. Okay, so we are have a different
0: eight-seed game then. Um, again, these games tu- on Tuesday night, and then the eight-seed game for the East is on Thursday, and the eight-seed game for the West is on Friday. Uh, so Thursday night then, I have the uh, the Boston Celtics once again hosting, and they would be hosting the Charlotte Hornets. And I'll tell you... I don't care who wins this as a Sixers fan. Like, I literally do not care. Um, I don't think either team will be able to really put up too much of a threat. Um, But I will take the Celtics to win because I think they're the better team than the Hornets here. And um, it'll set up that Sixers-Celtics round one. Good old fun uh, rivalry series.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, we unlike the West, are just very different here because I have Celtics versus Pacers, or sorry, Wizards versus Pacers in this, two completely different teams. And I am going to take the Pacers uh, after gaining momentum in their <laughs> 9-10 matchup. Uh, I'm going to take the Pacers. So I I don't get what's so funny about that. Both teams are 34 <laughs> and 38 on the year, And the Wizards (laughs) struggle in conference compared to these other teams. They do. Uh, They've they've outperformed outside of the conference, but uh, the Pacers have a better differential at zero per game than the Wizards, who have a negative 1.9. By that point, the Pacers would be on a two-game win streak. The Wizards on a one-game lose. I I think it lines up uh, for the Pacers to make it, only to get blown out round one. But we'll get to that. So I will take the Pacers, the Wizards fall out of playoffs at thirty four and thirty eight. The league's leading assist getter and
0: second leading scorer, both out in the play in tournament. There you go. I will we take will
1: see. the league leader in steals, TJ McConnell, uh, to steal two games right there for the Pacers
0: all hey, right well all right let's get into this then um hey, let me flip a coin quick oh look it's the west all right we'll start with the Western conference um do you want to go would you rather like bang this all the way out through to the conference winner and then do the east or go like round one then round one then round two then round two um let's bang it out Let's bang it out, he says. All right. um, Okay. Then, uh, wait, which matchup would you like to start with? I'll let you pick. How about, We'll start middle out on this, so we'll start with that 4-5. Oh, Jesus. All right. What a 4-5 this is going to be. This playoff series right here, let me tell you, is probably the one I am second most looking forward to. Um... I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. I think it's going to be the best series in the West. And you're probably saying to yourself right now, this guy, Brett's a dumbass. Obviously, the 4-5 is going to be the most competitive series and the best series. But it really is. The LA Clippers hosting the Dallas Mavericks. um, Luka versus Kawhi. Paul George versus the other Mavericks players. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I'm really, really excited for this. Like, I'm really genuinely excited for this. And I am going to take the Dallas Mavericks to win this series in an upset. And I think this would be a pretty big upset. uh, So the Clippers did finish five games better. Um, Dallas, though, why am I picking it? Simply because I think it's Luka's time. Luka had an excellent postseason last year. Um, The Clippers struggled. Last year in the playoffs, they did win round one, but they were out round two. As is tradition for the LA Clippers, um, they've literally not made it past the second round in over a decade. or It's been like 15 years. It's been a long time. I don't even see them making it out of the first round this year. Um, Jalen Brunson is going to be a, a finalist for sixth man of the year. I think he has a good shot of winning it. Villanova boy, shout out. But he's been absolutely fantastic. They have really good guard depth on this team. Josh Green's been great. Trey Burke's good. Tyler Bay's good. Um, Josh Richardson, JJ Redick, they added at the deadline, which is I think going to be excellent for the postseason. Um, Luke is a guy that just draws defenders. They gravitate to him to give him another three-point shooter to kick it out to. I think it's going to be huge and a difference maker in the series. And then Tim Hardaway Jr. had a career year as well. Um, you still have Porzingis down low. I really do like the depth on this Mavericks team. And I'm not foolish to think that the Clippers don't also have depth, but it's just something about the Clippers. They're just one of those franchises that just, to me, is cursed. And I don't see it changing here. I really don't. Um, so I'm going to go with Dallas in seven, though. This is very much not going to be a fast
1: series. I so know, a lot of <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot to digest there. Um, I guess we're just gonna keep this train rolling on disagreements. I'm gonna take the Clippers in this one. Uh, I know, I do agree. This is going to be a phenomenal matchup, uh, Luca versus Kawhi. Um, but I'm gonna take the Clippers here. Like you pointed out, the Clippers failed to make it out of the second round. Uh, So I'm still going to take them in the first round. They, yeah, I don't have too much more as to why I just, you know, sometimes you just have a gut feeling and I don't like doubting Kawhi. Um, I had the Clippers going pretty far last year and they failed to do so. So I definitely think this will be somewhat of a revenge tour uh, in their minds. I don't know if it will play out that way, but I like them to start, the playoffs with the series dub here versus the Mavericks.
0: Another reason I like the Mavericks I, that I forgot to mention is Rick Carlisle's an excellent coach and Tyron Lue is not even a coach for the Clippers. He's literally not even a coach. Um LeBron was the coach all those years. Tyron is the most overrated coach ever and Allen Iverson stepped over him in the conference or the NBA Finals in 2001. All right, what matchup would you like to go to next? Did we um did we get Spencer's predictions by the way? We did not. He didn't he just didn't bother sending them. He just completely ignored us. Yes. Uh Excellent.
1: that usually happens when I ask. So like next time I'll have you ask. I'm sorry about that. I should have known.
0: Spencer, I know you don't listen when you're not on, but d- damn it. Uh whatever. All right. Where would you like to go next?
1: We'll work our. Uh let's jump to the one we'll eight. We'll do the, 1-8. the- the other half of that matchup. You got the
0: NBA's top record uh the Utah Jazz against for me who did for I have? The Golden State Warriors both us, for State both of us the Golden State Warriors. State Warriors. Holy shit. Wow. Um okay.
1: Uh I'll let you go first on this one. Okay. Um so I am going to take the Jazz, but I see this going seven games uh, right off the bat. I think they give the Jazz a run for their money. And yeah, how can you doubt stuff in playoffs? Uh, apparently, I doubt him enough because I have them losing. But I think he just comes out and flat out wins at least two games this series for them, which is what takes it, uh, I think, along with the team getting another win. That is the reason it goes seven. But the Jazz have just been so good this year, and there's really no reason that it would stop. They're thirty-one and five at ho- at, home. at home. Wow, I can't even get it out. It's just mind blowing. <laughs> <clears throat> no, actually joking. Um, but thirty-one and five at home. There it is. The best point per game differential. Uh, nobody else has a, more than a positive six point per game differential. They're at nine point two. Uh everything in the jazz's favor and I think they get a scare here by going seven games but I will give them the win and advancing
0: yeah so it's interesting because the jazz um are gonna be allowed 71 percent capacity at their stadium which I think is the highest in the NBA so that's just I know that you're like that's not like you know, a huge thing but like that's something to consider here i mean they're gonna have the most fans in their building um it's still unclear to me at least if donovan mitchell is going to be healthy for this series um i know he's like still been out um but what they've been saying all along is he's been out for the remainder of the regular season and they're reevaluating him before the playoffs but there's by no means a guarantee he'll be back for game one and you know you talked about Steph and the excellent guard play that he brings to the Warriors and I don't not to disrespect Joe Engels but I think Donovan Mitchell is your best guard on the Jazz and to not have him is going to be, yeah, it's going to be a factor here. But um I agree with you. I'm going to take the Utah Jazz. I'm going to take them in six. um But I don't, you know, I don't really disagree with anything you said. The Jazz odds to win the championship are plus 700, um which I think is the best in the West. No, the Clippers are plus 500. That's so surprising to me. And the Lakers are plus 450. So third best in the West, despite being the one wow. seed. The Lakers at the seventh seed in a playing game. Best odds. Well, yeah, and the Suns are plus 1400. Shows how much people have faith in the Suns. And while we're talking about it, we'll do that next. Um, yeah, the Phoenix Suns who, you know, they might be legit.
1: <laughs> they, might be
0: legit. they might be legit. They might be legit. They... um are the two seed 51 and 21. So right off the bat, congratulations to them. The last time I can remember them being this good was when they had Steve Nash and Shaquille O'Neal. So very long time ago. Um. Again, plus 1400 odds to win. There are coming in as the underdog in this series playing. If they play the Lakers, um, which would be surprising given it's a two seven, but also it's the Western conference where it's pretty balanced and it is the Lakers who are now healthy. So I get it. This is the tough series for me to call. Um, I love what Chris Paul has done, uh, mentoring these guards, specifically Mikael Bridges and, and Devin Booker. They've both really elevated their game. Um, they have a lot of nice role players in Jay Crowder and, and, and DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul himself kind of takes a back seat at times and, and just you know facilitates. I, I think they're really well coached, but I can't in our scenario when they're playing the Lakers, I can't go against the, the defending champions here. Uh so I will take the Lakers. I'll take them in six. I think they'll win it in LA. Wait two two one one one. Yeah, that would yes. be in L.A. And um, I I do feel for the Suns because it'd be kind of an unfortunate thing if they do have to play the Lakers. But even without the playing tournament, they would be. So that's just how it goes.
1: The Suns are legit. There is no might be. They are fifty-one and twenty-one, and it is so disrespectful. That the Lakers have the best odds as a seven seed who have to win at least one playing game. Granted, I have them winning the first one. And then go on the road to the two seed. Like they're like, at least give them like the third best odds. You know, there's a lot that could go wrong for the Lakers. And I see that happening. Uh I think the Sun- there's a reason that the Suns are as good as they are. And I think that they're going to have a chip on their shoulder being the two seed and yet still being underdogs. So as weird as it feels picking against LeBron and I'm probably wrong uh, just for doing it. I'm going to take the Suns in the first round. Um, I think it's. I'll say in six, I'll say they ended in LA. Why not? Um, yeah. Oh my God. Give me the suns because I don't know if I can pick the suns in a seven game series. Like if you told me up front, it's going to game seven. I don't know if I can pick against LeBron. So I think if they're going to do it, it has to be in six and I don't see them doing it in five or less.
0: Well, Hey, look, I'll certainly be rooting for the suns. I think a lot of people will. So I'd love to see it. Um, all right, so then to our last matchup, the third-seeded Denver Nuggets and the six seeded Portland Trail Blazers. These two, uh, as you remember, Mets, I f- believe that was last year. It took seven games. We had that four-overtime game in Game 3 um, that uh, the Blazers won 140-137. to 137. I- I'll never forget that game. I watched the whole thing. It was incredible. Um. Victor, uh, how do you see this one uh, This one going?
1: Are we uh, about to only agree on one playoff series in the West? Because we might. Uh, depends on what you say. <laughs> um, I'm going to kind of contradict myself, because I felt weird picking against LeBron, and yet I still went with the team with a better record. But... I am going to take Dame and the Trailblazers here. Uh, this is more of a biased pick because I like ring, I like watching Dame. So this will be my one truly biased pick of the first round. I think they come out with an upset here. And yeah, in a rematch of last year.
0: Yeah, um, I agree. I'm going to take the Trailblazers in this Ooh. one. And <laughs> honestly, it, it, it just comes down to one thing for me. Um, The Nuggets will be without Jamal Murray, who, I mean, he's been injured for a while now, but um, my God, is he a playoff performer and he, they would not have made the Western finals last year without Jamal Murray. I mean, he stepped up for them, and I think they're really going to miss him um, in this series, especially given how well he kind of played against both Dame and CJ McCollum last year in the playoffs. Uh, even defensively, they're going to miss him now. So I I know Will Barton has played well in his absence. And I know Michael Porter Jr. has really stepped up this year. And he, he wasn't really a, too much of a factor for the Nuggets last year. And they acquired Aaron Gordon at the deadline. Like, I know the Nuggets still have a very good team and a deep team. But I just think the star power of Damian Lillard and uh, CJ McCollum is going to be too much here. And again, these two teams, they know each other well and they play each other hard, and I'll take the Blazers in another seven-game series. So, like since we're just banging the whole thing out, let's keep on keeping on. So that would leave for both of us the one-seeded Jazz. Uh, well, we have a difference here. I have the one-seeded Jazz against the 5 seated Dallas Mavericks. You have the Jazz and the Clippers. So I'll let you go first here for your first... Uh, what is this, semifinal, Western semifinal matchup?
1: Look, the Clippers are trying to exercise their demons here, uh, as some fans have put it recently. And they won't. Um, I'll take the Jazz <laughs> at this one. And yeah, as great as it will be for the Clippers to win a, a tough, hard-fought series, I think they'll kind of burn out in that. And I actually expect the Jazz to win this in six games, maybe I'll say six, six games.
0: Okay. Um, I'll also take the Jazz in my series. I I had Dallas in seven. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be coming off, off of a hard-fought series. I had the Jazz in six, so they'll have a little more time to rest, which is a lame reason to pick a team. But, like, while I really like Dallas and I do think it's Luka's year, I, I – there's something about the Jazz that has been just clicking this year. Like I've literally never seen a the Jazz be this good at basketball. And they've earned that best record in the NBA. They didn't just get it by by accident, you know. Um, and they're still getting a little disrespected even uh coming into this postseason. People aren't really viewing them and giving them a legitimate shot. Um another thing to just keep in mind. By the second round, Donovan Mitchell will be back. Um, And that's obviously just, it's not a bad thing to add him to your lineup. Um, The one thing I will say though, with that is when the Jazz get out of rhythm, they tend to just rely on Donovan Mitchell way too much. And he just starts chucking up 40 shots a game. They can't do that in the postseason, or they will lose. Um, You got to keep doing what's been working for you right now in his absence and just insert him in and keep doing what you've been doing because it's led them to a 52-20 and record and the top seed. So Mm -hmm. I also think home court will play a big role in this as well. So I will take the Jazz in
1: seven over the Mavericks.
0: Um, Okay, okay. Uh, then what was your other West matchup? I don't remember.
1: Uh, In the other half of the West, I have the Trailblazers versus the Suns. And I believe you have the Trailblazers versus the Lakers. Yes, yes. Uh, crazy, because Trailblazers versus Lakers very easily probably could have been a 2-3. uh, And instead, they're meeting as a 6 and a 7 for you. um, Wow. This is kind of a tough one, because looking big picture, the Suns very easily could lose to Lakers first round. Do I really want them in the semis? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> because I'm just rolling with it. um. Yeah, I think they ride the momentum high after being the Lakers, and uh, I really do expect it to be just a a long series for the Trailblazers versus Nuggets. I don't think I said how many games I expect that to go seven. Um, So, you know, yeah, there's really not much at this point other than who I just think in a matchup of these two teams now that they're at this point in my mind, who would win? And I think the Suns will win versus the Trailblazers. Better home record than the Trailblazers are away. Better away record than the Trailblazers are at home. Yeah, just better team.
0: Um. All right. Yeah, I have the Trailblazers <laughs> actually with home court against the Los Angeles Lakers in a 6-7, um, which... Sounds a little nuts, but also, like, when you look, again, when you look at the Western Conference, it's really not that crazy, because any any eight of these teams I could l- honestly see being in the Western Conference Finals. Like, it's so hard to pick the West. That's why I can't wait, and I'm glad we did the East last, because it'll we'll be easier to do the East, conference. and it'll make us look better. But, like, for now, this is really difficult. Um but I will take the Lakers in this series simply because, again, they'll be healthy. They'll have Dennis Schroeder, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, all back and healthy. And I just think, you know, they're the reigning champs, so I'm not going to pick against them until, you know, they're not. So um, I'll have the Lakers moving on to face the Utah Jazz in the Western Conference Finals. Wow. Um, and you have I have what? the
1: Jazz versus the Suns.
0: The jazz versus the, the one versus the
1: two, real original, Victor. I'm. <laughs> I was thinking about that, like which is more original: having the Lakers play them or having the two seed. Uh, going into the year, I thought the Lakers would be the two seed. I'm pretty sure. I think the first one, but yeah. Um, I went first on the last one. Who do you have here?
0: Um, <sighs> you know. Uh, I think the Lakers will win, but, but, oh, I forgot to say, by the way, Lakers over Blazers in six. Okay. I think the Lakers will beat the Jazz, but for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to have the Jazz win because I want to give, again, just props to them for their great season. And also, I think a Jazz versus blank final would be a lot more fun than a, seeing the Lakers in here again. Um, but So for the record, though, uh, Lakers, the, the, the scr- scratch everything I just said. The Lakers are going to win. I, I, I'm not going to bet against the Lakers, like I said. I'll take the Lakers in six in this as well. That's three straight six-game series wins for them. Knocking off the Jazz, good run for the Jazz, Western Conference Finals, um, but... Again, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Not going to bet against
1: them. Okay. I'm kind of glad you went back to the Lakers so we didn't have the same team. Uh, The Suns are legit, and I think by making the Western Conference Finals, they will prove they are legit, but I have the Jazz winning that one uh, and making it to the Finals. Um, Yeah. I, I think that's where the Suns heck of a season comes to an end and probably one of their best seasons that they will have for the next few years. Also, just crazy because uh, it's very possible, like you said, to see the Jazz versus the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. But if the Lakers lose that first game, they could just as easily meet that first round. Uh, So the Jazz will most likely as you have in your bracket, have to beat the Lakers at some point to make it to the finals. Um, I have the Suns pulling off that miracle for them and honestly giving them an easier matchup, I think, when it comes down to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, because if the Lakers don't get out early, I I see why you have them making a run.
0: Yeah. And now, knowing my luck, the Los Angeles Lakers are going to lose both playing games and not make the playoffs this year. Um, so I'm going to look like a complete fool. And that's why <laughs> I was hesitant to take a play in like a play in round team to go deep because it's not even a guarantee they'll make it, but here I am. So, all right. So Lakers and jazz are our picks for the West over to the East. Um, I'm going to pick where we start on this one. We're going to start with that two, seven matchup for me. That is the Brooklyn Nets against the uh, Washington Wizards. And (laughs) Uh, (laughs) let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you why I had that weird laugh. The Wizards have played the Nets very well this season, all year long. But let me also say going off of that is the Nets never really had their full lineup in any of those games and they will in the postseason. I'm going to take the Nets here. I'm going to take them in. I'll take them in five. Um, not much needs to be said about the Nets. We all know, you know, the big three, if you want to call them that, even though they're really more than three uh, cause I would include Blake Griffin, Maybe, maybe, uh, um, what's his face? Joe Harris, Joe Harris, very underrated player. I mean, they have a very deep squadron and, uh, they're going to, they, they can take care of the wizards. So I'll take the nets
1: and five. That's all I'm going to say on it. Yeah. I'm going to agree completely with you. I have nets and five, even though I have them playing the Celtics, not the wizards, uh, but nets and five over the Celtics. And I, and giving the Celtics a game, I guess, to be nice. Yeah. Tatum might
0: drop like fifty-one game and went, yeah. Yeah. It. Okay. Uh, where do you want to go next? You can pick the next series.
1: Uh we'll start that four or five because I have wanted to kind of highlight this matchup. You're going to want to highlight for very different reasons than I will. So I'm gonna go first. From a statistical standpoint, both these teams are forty-one and thirty-one, okay. That breakdown. Both of them are twenty-five and eleven at home. Both are sixteen and twenty on the road. Both are seven and three in their last ten coming into this, and both of them have exactly a plus two point three points per game differential. It is so weird how even these teams match up versus each other. Um, It's it's just mind blowing to me. But I will take. The Hawks in this. Um,
0: (laughs) What the hell was that noise?
1: (laughs) I am not convinced. It's such a toss-up. I mean, I could see it going seven with the home team winning every game because, like we know, both these teams are a lot better at home than on the road. But the Hawks have played their... Uh, yeah, I'll just take the Hawks. It's honestly a coin flip for me. I don't know en- enough about these teams. I'll let Trey Young guide them to the second round.
0: Um, Yeah. Uh, Again, the New York Knicks, not enough can be said about the phenomenal season that they have had Um, that's just come out of nowhere. And no, you didn't pick them to finish with home court. <laughs> like, shut up. Like... God, I can already i i i can just hear i could just picture people listening to this right now going oh i, I don't know why everybody says it. it's such a shock that Knicks were here i had them there like people are just dumb they slept in the Knicks yeah you and Julius Randle being an absolute savage and being a possible MVP final sure sure anyways
1: like um, an absolute <laughs>
0: savage. He has played like an absolute savage. And R.J. Barrett also, shout out to him. He had such a good season, and he's still only 20 years old. People forget about that. Um, no, you're right. This is a coin flip. Uh, both these teams can score. Uh, Nick's much better defensively, but I, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take the Hawks here. I'm going to take them in seven. Um, There's not much that separates these teams As you highlighted And I think the one thing that does Is scoring And experience And I really Going off of that Love the deadline acquisition of Lou Williams By the Hawks Bringing a lot of playoff experience with him And a scoring touch And um, Trey Young is The best offensive player in this series And um, I think He's going to He's just going to score enough to to somehow get the Hawks past the Knicks here. But this is, um, again, it's a coin flip. And both these teams underappreciated. Like, they both are pr- pretty tough in different ways. So just excellent seasons for both of them. Like, really props to both. Well done. Both back in the postseason for the first time in a while. Um, I mean, the Knicks a longer time, but still. Awesome stuff.
1: Congrats. Congrats both.
0: All right, next we'll jump to the 1-8 because I think the 3-6 is another series that's really we need to highlight. Um, so you have the one-seed Sixers taking or 76ers taking on <laughs> the eight seed for me, which is the Boston Celtics. For you, that's the Indiana Pacers.
1: <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> You go first. <laughs> just talk about the Pacers for a little bit. Sixers and five. Uh yeah, I had the Pacers <laughs> kind of. You're giving off. the
0: Pacers a game?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm I sorry almost, for the Alpers. Go ahead. Just because I will it doesn't matter the sport. I will almost never predict a sweep. Um just because I mean one thing, somebody has an off game, some injury, god forbid, happened. Like you never know. So I'll always give a team a game. I won't be surprised if the Sixers sweep. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll give the Pacers a game uh, in Indiana and probably on like a buzzer beater if the Sixers are resting some people up like 3-0. So yes, I'll give them a game. But very easy series for the Sixers here. Uh, 4-1 win. Your your pick versus Celtics? Sixers I'm just,
0: Celtics? I'm just no, I'm just I'm looking at the Pacers roster and like they do have guys that can score. And the one thing that does hurt the Sixers is like guards that can score. Historically at least. So like Brogdon and like Karis Levert, like that would be a little scary. So I I, I could see a game. I, I I take back what I said. Um But the Pacers won't be there anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Sixers-Celtics, for me, I'll take take Philadelphia in five as well. Um, The Sixers swept the Celtics in the season series. I don't see them winning eight straight against this team, but I do see Joel Embiid just having his way against this team like he did all season in their matchups. Robert Williams third cannot guard him uh Tristan Thompson was hurt most of the times they played but historically he he has a hard time guarding him too um so the Celtics are really going to have to rely on their guards to sc- that you know can score and and just try to outscore the Sixers because I really don't see the Celtics being able to stop them on the defensive end um I would love to see a lot of taco fall on Joel Embiid that would be a really fun matchup. And maybe Taco Fall could stop him. Who knows? But um, yeah, expect Jason Tatum to hit 60 points in one of these games. That's probably the game they win. Other than that, I I don't see the Sixers having much of an issue. Okay. And then
1: 3-6, Victor, how do you see that? Another tough one. Yeah, a rematch of last year's playoffs. Uh, Bucks first heat. I will make this a revenge game and I'll give it to the or revenge revenge series. I should say, I'll give it to the bucks. Uh, the heat are not the team they were last year. They picked it up down the stretch, but still. uh, Yeah, I will give it to the bucks in this. So probably going seven for me. And I think the bucks need to win it at home and they do, but they've been a very good home team on the year. So. man um eight and two coming into playoffs very hot
0: yeah uh this is an incredibly difficult one for me um the heat have the experience they've been there last year winning the east um and they did it i believe as the five seed last year They did. They were a low seed again last last year, too. So, yeah. I mean, you like to think Milwaukee, you know, gets over the hump, um, gets revenge, like you said. But I'm going to take the heat. And I'm not at all really confident in that. But I think I agree it will go seven for sure. I don't see any way it doesn't with these two teams but I just look at the heat roster and I just love uh, the experience I see and the shooting I see. And you have Jimmy Butler who had a career season this year leading this team. Um, There's nobody on the Bucks that can really guard Bam Adebayo. Like he just is such a tough matchup for them. And again, the experience with, with Andre Iguodala, they added Victor Oladipo. They're like Trevor Ariza, who's been in the playoffs for the past twenty years. I mean, love what I see up and down this lineup, and so I'll give it to them over the Bucks in seven.
1: Okay, definitely um, going to be a matchup to watch.
0: Yeah, as I was, so I said I mentioned how the Clippers and Mavs was the second series i was like look, mo- most looking forward to uh this heat Bucks is the one i'm most looking forward to for sure Um gonna be fantastic um
1: yeah okay so so we have the same one five matchup in the top uh we'll jump there first yes
0: yeah i very grateful also i was again as a sixers fan that um the heat didn't creep into that four or five because um, <laughs> they were very close to doing it and I uh, did not want to see them in the second round. So this works out beautifully. Um Yeah, we touched on it a little bit uh, when we were talking about the Knicks and Hawks, but I, I don't really think either of these teams will give the Sixers too much problems. Um I think the Hawks will definitely be the tougher matchup for the Sixers. Um, and that's why I have them playing, but um I'll still give it to the Sixers in six. Um, I I do get concerned with you know Trey Young. Um, he's just that type of player, and Vic, you know what I'm talking about. That just will have career highs against the Sixers. Um, Sixers just cannot guard a pick and roll and a floater, and that's what Trey Young does. So that scares me. Um, but again. I look at the Hawks roster and I don't really see Embiid having too much, too many difficulties, um, against the Hawks and the Sixers still just have much more depth on the bench as well. Um, really like the George Hill addition at the deadline. We didn't even touch on him, but that's a huge piece. Again, when you talk about playoff experience for the Sixers. So I love that add, and he's going to add some, some defense and some, um, some shot-making ability uh, off the bench there. So I will take the
1: Sixers in six. Okay. Uh, yeah, I almost feel bad for Trey Young because at 22 years old, he is about to have his career-best single playoff game uh, guaranteed versus Sixers as far as a points standpoint. I won't be surprised if he drops 60 in the game. And mm-hmm. for that reason, the Sixers will not uh, by any means sweep this matchup. I will take them in five again, though. Uh I think Trey Young wins the the Hawks a game, and I think he puts up 40 in probably another game at least. But I think the Sixers find a way to close this series out uh, rather quickly and on home court in five. And we both have the
0: Sixers making the Eastern Conference Finals, finally getting over that hump of the second round. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. So then the next matchup for me was the Brooklyn Nets and the Miami Heat. Holy shit. Um, I just got to say, again, um, whether it's it's Bucks Nets or it's Heat Nets, I'm very grateful that one of these teams will knock each other out, Um, you know, and we don't have to face them in the second round. just can't stress that enough how grateful I am that the Heat finished sixth. Um, This is a tough one to call as well. Again, I look at the Miami Heat, not to be, you know, not to repeat myself, but I love the experience that I see on that team. The Nets also have a lot of experience. Uh, they have guys that have won championships on their roster um, in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Um, James Harden is going to be hungry. He has not won a title yet, and he's only getting fatter. I mean, older, and um, <laughs> his beard's only getting grayer, and... uh You know, this is probably his best shot. I mean, they'll probably... Well, I think all three actually are under contract for next year as well, so he'll have another chance. But you know what I mean. Um, This is is the year, maybe. So I will take Brooklyn here. I do think Brooklyn has gotten a little overhyped coming into the postseason. I think they have the best odds in the East. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is fair. Like, I'm not saying that's not fair. Um, I actually agree with that. But, like, I still think they've been a little overhyped. And the only thing I can say really is Harden, Durant, and Irving haven't played together too much. So, yes, I had them winning a round already, but it's they're still going to be learning a bit here, I think. And against a team like the Heat, that is excellent defensively, could lead to problems. Um, so I see this going 6 as well, but I will take the Nets in 6. Um, maybe 7? You know what? screw it. Nets in 7. I see this going 7. Nets will win at home in 7.
1: Yeah, as you pointed out, uh, the Nets have not only the best odds in the East, they actually have the best odds in the league. They are plus 250 uh, to win it all. So they have better odds than the Lakers, the Clippers, the Sixers, and the Jazz, uh, who are the next four teams. Sixers and Jazz both tied at plus seven hundred. Um, that just blows my mind. Uh, because and I'm I'm happy that the Sixers are kind of viewed as an underdog as a Sixers fan, but the Nets by no means have an easy trail here. Um I feel like they're gonna get a, a little bit tough matchup in the first round like enough to make them break a sweat and then like you said no matter bucks or heat whoever they play that's going to be a good series and a hard-fought series and it just surprises me that they're so heavily favored um do i really want to have the one versus two in both no uh i'm gonna take the bucks (laughs) in an upset uh you can i mean
0: i won't make fun of you for the east having the one and two
1: (laughs) (laughs) no uh i think the Bucs really gained some momentum after beating the Heat. I think that'll be a huge win for them, kind of getting revenge from last year. And I think they carry that into Nets team that, like you said, is a little bit overrated um, and who I believe are kind of just getting a free pass uh, as far as a trip to the championship, according to Vegas's odds. I just, it kind of, it really won't not surprise me that there first, like that, just still blows my mind. Um, so I'm gonna take the Bucks here.
0: All right, so Eastern Conference Finals. I have the one-seeded Sixers against the two-seeded Nets, and you have the one-seeded Sixers against the three-seeded Bucks. Would, yep. Would you like the honors, or, or shall I? You can go. Go No, no, no. You, no, no. you, you go. Actually, because I need to think on this more.
1: Okay. Uh, well, yeah. I had the Bucks being the Nets as an upset. Um, and I, I think that is where the Bucks trail will end. I will have the Sixers here, and this isn't just because I'm a Sixers fan, actually. But uh, this will be the first series that the Sixers will actually be tested this playoffs, uh, like truly game in game out. In my mind, um, I think this goes seven and that home court plays a huge role uh, because we know how much better the Sixers can be at home compared to on the road. And to just have a game seven at home, I think it will be electric. I will give it to the Sixers in seven. Um, and yeah, I think the the Bucks will catch a tough break losing in. The conference finals for back to back years, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll take the Sixers. Well, um, God. I know you'll be rooting for him, so you can play it how you're. No, he, so here's the thing, here's the thing. And and not
0: many of our listeners may know this, but I there is not a single team on this planet in any sport in any league anywhere that I care more about than the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> that makes me literally get like ruins my whole day if, when they lose and makes my whole day when they win. Um literally makes me punch walls cry real tears um you know get so happy that like i sweat like no no team makes me react more than the sixers and i would literally if joel embiid needed my foot for some reason i'd <laughs> literally cut it off for him that's how much i love this team and that's why it's so hard for me to pick them here because i don't myself want to get so crushed again and like put them in the finals that I would just dream about and then have them lose to the Nets, like I should probably predict here, because I think the Nets should probably win this series on paper. Um So I hate to get my hopes up for myself, you know. That's why I'm struggling right now between my heart and and just protecting myself almost. Um, I'm not even using my brain at all for any of this right now. Um, but no, I, I'll i take the Sixers and Seven. And I agree with everything you said. I think it comes down to home court. Um, we know how well they play at home. They had the second best, tied for the second best home record in the NBA, uh, best in the East. And um, I think, like, I don't know if you touched on this or not. I don't think you did, but they will also going to get a decent amount of rest in between these series because I think they will wrap it up faster than the other teams they're playing. Um, again, just based on their path to the, to the Eastern conference final. And, you know, with guys like Embiid and Simmons who are injury prone, I think that's going to be a huge plus as well to get that extra rest. Um, and that's going to play a factor also, you know, the Nets are, Again whether it's Bucks or Heat it's going to be a hard series it's going to be a physical series and it'll probably go 7 and then they're going to have to turn right around and travel to to, to Philly for game 1 and um, a rested Sixers team and so I think the Sixers get an early advantage It can maybe even go up 2-0 and then you know then it'll become more balanced but I think I think they could hang on in the end and I will take them in 7 uh, to reach the NBA Finals for the first time since the answer uh, was on the team and they were wearing black and red. And I'm getting emotional just talking about this, actually. But, uh, yeah, I, I legit, I I do think it's the year. All, all the stars just seem to align, and I've said this in the past, which is, again, why I'm so nervous about this. But, um. Doc Rivers has done a fantastic job, and and Daryl Morey has made the right moves in my mind, bringing in Seth Curry, Danny Green, some perimeter shooters, and again George Hill. Uh, I, I think it, I think it's, I think it's going to be close, but I think they'll do it.
1: Okay. Uh, while you're on this emotional train right now, do you want to just continue into the finals matchup and go first?
0: Yeah. Oh, good God. Uh, sure. So I have the Lakers and the Sixers, which is a rematch of the 2001, 20 years ago, NBA Finals. And wow, I didn't even plan this before we started recording, but uh, that'd be kind of like, that would make a lot of sense, right, to get the 20-year anniversary,
1: uh, an exact rematch. I mean... (laughs) It sounds like something that would just so happen to work out in the NBA. It doesn't it? Like, this actually sounds
0: legit, and now... Yeah, this is poetic just realizing that I'm more confident in all my picks now <laughs> just like that um while I, you know what while I'm full sending it I'm going to take the Sixers in this series they would have home court obviously uh which again I think is going to be the difference maker so I'll take Sixers in 7 um again with that home court in game 7 kind of being the difference maker and um the last time I'm the last few times these teams have played, I'm trying to remember now. Um, I know Embiid played excellently and Anthony Davis got in foul trouble like each time. Um, And uh, outside of Anthony Davis, there's not really a guy on the Lakers um, that can also step in and, and guard Joel. That would have been Dwight Howard but he is now on the Sixers and Andre Drummond um, is a guy that Embiid's owned. And I know I talk only about Embiid and the Sixers of other players, but it's really going to come down to how Joel Embiid plays this entire postseason for the Sixers uh, because there's not many big men, if any, that can stop him, um, and he's their best player. So it's going to come down to him. Would you agree? I would agree with that statement. So that's why I'm spending so much time on him. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, outside of Anthony Davis, you would have Andre Drummond and Bede hasn't really had an issue scoring against either of them. Then you get down to Marc Gasol and Bede hasn't really had an issue scoring against him uh, back when he was with Toronto. So, yeah, I mean, I I think Embiid goes off and then they're going to have to start double, maybe even tripling him and that's going to open up the perimeter shooters. Um, And uh, I I see Ben Simmons and LeBron James matching up a lot here. And, you know, I think Ben will be able to do enough. He'll be a defensive player of the year finalist. And um, whether he wins or not, I'm not sure. But I think he'll do enough to slow down LeBron. You're not going to stop LeBron, especially in a finals. I I
1: think Ben Simmons could slow down LeBron as as well as anybody can.
0: Right. So, yeah, because, I mean, in a finals, you're not going to stop him but you could slow them down enough for your team to win. So yeah, for all those reasons, I will take the Sixers and seven to win the 2021 NBA finals and complete the process.
1: I'm literally smiling. Just hearing those words complete the process. Um, yeah. I mean, this is where <laughs> it comes in that, uh, for all three of us who are on this podcast every day typically or every episode typically um i like to think we're pretty realistic and objective when it comes to this podcast uh like we'll throw in a a little little uh shout outs here and there but we won't just base our picks on that um i'm gonna disagree uh I think it'll be heartbreaking, uh, but let me try and look at this from a realistic view. Um, I don't see any reason the Sixers cannot win the series, but I just think the way it will play out that uh, the Jazz are going to be much more tested because I have Jazz versus Sixers about the one seats in this matchup, um, much more tested going in. I think they're going to at that point, find ways to uh they're going to be able to problem solve uh, whatever is working for the Sixers a lot quicker because they've had to come up with different answers throughout the playoffs. And maybe I'm just trying to taper my expectations for the Sixers here, but uh, also a big factor for me. Can't stress it enough with the Sixers is home court and the jazz are one of two teams uh, in all of the playoffs, the jazz and the Suns, who would have home court over the Sixers in the finals the Suns weren't worry me, but the Jazz do. And uh, I'm going to take the Jazz in seven. Um, I think if the Sixers don't get done in six at home, that the Jazz would win it.
0: Yeah, the Jazz are one of the few teams that I think is a nightmare matchup for the Sixers to face from the West. Um because of what you said with the home court. Also, Rudy Gobert is a guy that could slow down Embiid. Um, excellent defender, Rudy Gobert. So, yeah, I mean, you take away Embiid. It goes to to Harris, you know, Simmons a little bit. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think there's enough scoring then if you can kind of take Embiid out of the equation, so... I I I would agree. I think if it was Jazz Sixers, I think the Jazz would come out on top. So don't feel bad saying that.
1: And uh, just looking because I didn't do this before, but looking at their matchups now, uh, they went one and one versus each other during the year. Two very high scoring games. Uh, One went to OT, and the Sixers won that one thirty one to one twenty three at home. And then when it was in Utah, the Jazz won one thirty four to one twenty three just in regulation. So expect a very offensive matchup but uh but yeah I'll I'll take the jazz on that and kind of <laughs> taper our sixers mentality here objectively but my God I will root my heart out so we both have a a a1 seed
0: winning the NBA Finals even though the odds makers do not see a one seed winning the NBA Finals interesting Interesting how that worked. The odds makers are wrong. Yes. I would say. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the last thing is, who's your finals MVP?
1: Oh, go first.
0: Well, uh, not to be the dead horse, but I, I, I mean, if the Sixers are winning the finals, you would think Joel Embiid would probably be the reason why, so I will take him as the MVP. Uh, my Dark Horse MVP would, hmm, would probably be Tobias Harris. Maybe
1: <sighs> now, I feel I, like it's probably one of the big three. If, if the I was going to say,
0: maybe Seth Curry. Um, I could see him averaging like 20 a game in the finals and being finals MVP.
1: If he hits a few like two game winners in the actual championships, like in the actual finals, I could see it. But yeah. Um okay. For the Jazz, I will say so Donovan Mitchell like will be back for the second round, right? I would I would be surprised if he's not back by round two, yeah. Uh I'll say Rudy Gobert first uh just because like I know he will be playing the whole time and then I will put Donovan Mitchell uh coming back after that first series or late in the first series depending on if they need him to and how long it goes uh really just carrying them the rest of the way and being MVP I don't have a dark, dark horse it's those two
0: yeah yeah, I mean that makes sense. Well, already, this was about the same exact length as the NHL one, so
1: that was good timing, for sure. For sure,
0: yeah.
1: for, sure. for sure, for sure. And uh, maybe if he responds, we will get Spencer's picks to put up <laughs> on our Instagram uh, along with both of ours for our our NBA pre or our playoff bracket and. Yeah, make sure to tune into those games the next few nights. It's gonna be fun. Uh the planes and then obviously the actual series. Keep an eye out on that four five in the west and the three six in the east. And any closing comments?
0: Um is is are we doing the
1: Instagram thing this week or no? Yes, I thought Spencer would be doing it, but I am wrong. So uh, He was
0: supposed let... to, right? I yes,
1: thought. he was uh so look for <laughs> i believe brett to possibly be doing it or uh our newest part-time member matt mcginnis may be taking over it'll be a surprise uh and you'll have to tune in thursday to find out or maybe even will who knows we could really throw a wrench in this or maybe logan maybe logan or maybe some random person will give our <laughs> login information to
0: One of you could, could take over our Instagram on Thursday.
1: You know, that, that could be a, a good thing. If uh, Nope, no, no. Nope. If someone sends in a bracket that beats all three of ours for MBA, then maybe we we do a Q&A just with that person. They will not be in control, but oh, we will QA okay, yeah, a Q&A through that person.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea. Maybe along we'll even with, throw them a hat or
1: something. I was just going to say, yeah, along with some uh, merch. So, But merch. that would have to be a bracket. You know, we'll just make this official. Uh, we will run a QA and <laughs> a through you. Um, and you will get your choice of white or black hat if you send in an NBA bracket that does it better than all three of us. Myself, Victor, Brett, and Spencer. And if you can do that, you will win some merch. You'll get to do a QA and a on Top Chair Sports. And yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. There you go. We just developed a contest out of thin air and you heard it live. Wow. I like that, though. That'll be fun. That'll yeah. Be fun for
1: uh, we may have to... Are, are we going to try and have them submitted before the play-ins or just once the plans are uh,
0: once by by the weekend games should st- i i think are starting saturday so just get it in by like friday night saturday morning it doesn't yep. have to be a hard deadline okay but like by the end of the game ones i'd say no later than that that'll be the cutoff like once game ones are done then that's the cutoff
1: yeah I- ideally by the start of game ones. yeah ideally so yeah okay Well, thank you for tuning into this episode of Double Dribble here on Top Jar Sports. Own the Beer League Bench Talk and make sure to submit your entry.